Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Yeah. Sometimes we laugh, sometimes we cry, but I guess you know now. Guests appear on the Smile Center Hotline. Now back to the Gabe Cooley Show, live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. We took a trip, now we on your block, and it's like a ghost town. Baby, where did these be at when they said it? The Grizzlies are 2-0 heading into the All-Star break. Who knew? Went over the Rockets. The one win they'll get this year over Dylan Brooks. And then they beat the Bucks last night. It's just unbelievable to see what this young, impressionable, 10-day contract, two-way team is doing. But we bring on Rob Fisher. He's pre and post for the Grizzlies on Valley. He also does sidelines for them. He is on X at the Fish Nation. Rob, what's happening, man? How are you? I'm good. Happy All-Star break. Happy All-Star break to you. Happy All-Star break to you. Now, uh, let's let's rewind to these past two games. Can I can I ask you off top? You're doing, you know, your post-game um, interviews. How how jarring is it to you um, two nights ago when you had to interview Lamar Stevens and Jordan Goodwin after a win um, against the Rockets? <laughs> like, is that does that does it like dawn on you in the moment? Like, what the did you ever imagine? I, you'd be in that type of spot with this Grizzlies team. I, I know what the record is, but those two guys uh, bring, being brought over, one in a trade, one on a 10-day contract, making that type of impression in, in what, two games and one game? That, it's just, I feel like that yeah. has to be a little jarring for you. It was a little weird um, because, you know, you, you snap a nine-game losing streak. So you want to you wanna talk about snapping the nine-game losing streak. And literally – in the middle of the interview, I thought to myself, well, hell, they've only been here for one game. <laughs> so I can't, I can't really ask them about breaking the losing streak. They right. got here. Or, you know, how the team's been confident even through all the losing. Well, they don't know. <laughs> so, so yeah, it was a, it was a little weird. I, I kept thinking, I'm like, I guess all my questions have to be about this game and this game only because that's all they know. Jordan Good. It was funny. I did an interview in St. Louis uh, on Wednesday or earlier in the day because they wanted to talk about Jordan Goodwin, you know, the former Billiton. Right. And and so I was talking to them, and I was like, yeah, you know, he'll get an opportunity. And you know, the best thing about guys on ten days or guys on two way contracts right now, this is the team you want to come to because mm-hmm. this is a team that you'll actually get an opportunity to play. And uh, and that was the conversation and. 
you know, but never did I imagine that that night I'd be interviewing him on the walk-off interview for crying out loud. Um, but you know, he was, he was really good. And, and he was really good again last night, a guy that just fills up the stat sheet and Lamar Stevens. I mean, after just three games, I think everybody's kind of like, you know, keeping an eye on him as another guy that maybe we found something and, and, you know, maybe he's, maybe he's another guy. Maybe, you know, we were already excited about Vince and Gigi and kind of discovering them throughout the course of this season, but maybe Lamar Stevens is another guy right? Uh, that, that could be a part of your roster going forward. And I think that's, uh, that's what's really exciting about, about this team right now, this um, evaluation process that you're going to be going on through the rest of the season and um, just uh, trying to find guys that are going to be a part of what you want to do going forward. And and I think they certainly have found two and, and, and maybe a third. Yeah, now um, I understand that this season is it's their 20 and 36. Like, I think there's a limit to how much excitement we can have. But you guys on the broadcast, how much fun are you, how much fun are you having with this particular team? Uh, you know, losing's hard, um, you know, especially post-game shows, trying to find positives. But, um, but it's been good. You know, I mean, I think you look back at the team that had 28 players that played and there were guys on the team that you just knew it was like, you're just playing up the string. I mean, these guys aren't going to be a part of what you're doing going forward. You know, DeLon Wright racking up triple doubles was exciting, but, right. you know, he, he knew he wasn't going to be a part of the team uh, the next year. Um, so so this, is, this is different because you're finding guys that are contributing. And, you know, the Grizzlies, I think their biggest weakness coming into this season was you know, guys seven through eleven. Can can somebody can somebody really, you know, grab the bull by the horns and and take that spot and 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 be an impact player for a team that is has you know championship aspirations? And I think the answer early in the season was no, nobody did uh, until Vince Williams got the opportunity, and then he did. So to see his emergence has been has been fun. It's been fun to watch the Gigi Jackson. Uh, phenomenon has been a lot of fun. So even though it's been a rough season and even though, you know, losses are difficult to navigate through, um, you know, we're, we're seeing some signs of excitement and signs of guys who could be a part of this in the future. Because when you have three guys at the top of your roster who are making the money that the Grizzlies top three are making, you have to fill out your roster with guys who aren't making a lot of money. Right. And and right now you're finding those guys that could help you going forward, and then that makes it exciting. It, it makes it it makes it worth coming to the gym and, and seeing these guys play, and and not only seeing those guys play that are, you know, uh, um, who are establishing themselves as possible rotation guys in the future, but just for how hard this team works. And I think that's a lot of credit to Taylor Jenkins because no matter who they've brought in, whether it's Trey Jemison, Jordan Goodwin, Lamar Stevens. Yuta Watanabe, whoever they've brought in, Scotty Pippen Jr., I mean, the list goes on and on. They've played really hard. And and I don't think it's been about selfish play, let me get mine because I'm trying to get myself a contract and get seen around the league. It's really been about team play. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think you have to give the coaching staff a lot of credit for having this team play as a team and play as hard as they are playing, especially going through a nine-game losing streak. Yep. I mean – 
five of those nine games were clutch games, uh, crunch time games that came down to the final five minutes. Yep. And uh, they just fell on the wrong side. But but this team's working their tail off and playing so hard that it makes it refreshing to come to the gym because, you know, they're not going to be an easy out. So you mentioned the money conversation, and I do. I, I, I keep bringing this up, and I just find it interesting. Uh, Marcus Smart, G.G. Jackson, and Vince Williams going into next year, that's $23 million worth of contracts. Dylan Brooks was $22 million worth of contracts, so that sort of goes to your point of, yeah, you found diamonds in the rough, and now you know with those guys at the top of the roster and Jaron, Ja, and, and Bain making that type of money, those are the exact type of contracts that you need to have going forward from your role players. Now, you, 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 you brought up G.G. Jackson, and you said phenomenon. Is, do you think that's the – the fair way to put it, or, or I mean, what the the sticking power of what he's doing and what he's doing consistently. I, I think it. I think it sort of goes past phenomenon at this point. Obviously, he's going to have to continue his his upward trajectory. And he's going to have to uh, continue with this consistency. But man, that kid has it, doesn't he? He does. I, I mean, he's got all the skills and you know that you could ask for and offensively what he can do. I, I think what's impressed me is how much he's working on the other end as well. Uh, you know, the Houston game, he comes away with nine rebounds and three block shots. Right. Um, you know, for a team that really struggles rebounding the basketball, you know, that, that's, that was great to see. And we know what he can do on the offensive end. He's shown it night in and night out. And, and, and it's, it's amazing how smooth his three point shot looks and just looks, he looks better and better every single night. But then his ability to get to the basket and his ability to drive in the paint. And, you know, because then that, then they got to honor the three point line, but they have to sag off a little bit because they don't want him to drive by him. So he's getting himself open looks and, he, and he's knocking them down. So everything he's done offensively, you know, you just want to see him as a well rounded all around player. And I think he's showing those flashes night in and night out. And the thing that I really like about Gigi, and Taylor Jenkins has mentioned this many times. When Gigi makes a mistake, he's the first one to know he made the mistake. Yep. And he's the first one to look at the bench and say, hey, that's my bad. But what he does is he comes out and he doesn't make that mistake again, mm-hmm. um, especially on the defensive end. I think the way that he learns through not only game to game, but through the course of the game uh, has been very impressive. Um, you know, for a, for a kid who's 19 years old, and you can, I mean, and, and he, here's he the thing, Rob. You could tell he's 19 years old, <laughs> like just sort of yeah, how he acts. Yeah, and exactly. And I mean, when he had to put that burn stuff on his finger the other night, that was, it was hysterical watching right. him that he didn't want to put it on there. Um, and, and to think, you know, what he could be when he's 22. And when you say that, that's three years from now. <laughs> three years from now, he'll be 22. So I mean, it's. Um, I think it's great because I, I don't think the plan was for Gigi Jackson to have the role that he's having this year. Uh, I, I don't think that was the plan. I don't know if that was the plan for Gigi Jackson to have that role next year uh, because he is such a young player and, and has so much raw talent that, you know, you want to be able to put it all together and, and be smooth when, when you start to get your chance in the NBA. But he's showing that he ha- is putting it all together and that he is learning on a nightly basis and he's getting better on a nightly basis that, I mean, how could you not say this is a guy that's firmly entrenched in your rotation next year? Yeah, I mean, I, I think he's earned that. 
Yep. Now, what I mean, when, when when you're projecting him in his role next year, are we talking top eight, top nine? Like, what? I I I know that's tough to talk about right now because the sample size is small, but it's getting bigger by the day, bigger by the game. Like, what what do you think? Right. He, where do you think he fits in? Well, I I don't know. I, I mean, obviously, right. a lot can change with the roster, obviously, but um, I mean, heck. I mean, right now you you go up and down the roster and and of the guys that you plan on being healthy and being available next year, there's no reason to think he's he's any further down than eight. Right, right. I right? think that's fair. I, I think that's a hundred percent fair. I think. I mean, I think Vince has put himself at six. Yep. Um, and 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 you got Gigi right there at eight. If not eight, maybe nine. Uh, but still, you know. To to have a guy like that with that sort of, well, to have the experience that he's having this year and to have the success that he's having this year, to think that that would be your ninth guy or eighth guy in the rotation, I, I mean, go back to before this season and you're looking at your eighth and ninth guy in the rotation and you were saying Zaire, question mark? Right. David Roddy, question mark? Well, I don't think there's a question mark next to Gigi right now. And, and yeah. if you can go into next season with your seven, eight, and nine guys not being question marks, you're a much better team than you were even going into this year. What 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 strikes me too, Vince Williams Jr. Obviously, I've been on him for a while, and I've been wanting him to get these opportunities. He's obviously made the most of these opportunities. But what strikes me about him is, you know, at first it's like, oh yeah, he's great defensively, but what can he provide offensively? We've seen that. I think since. Um, uh, December 1st or January 1st, January 1st, he's averaging about 14, 15 points per game. His shooting splits are pretty yep. phenomenal, like 38 to 40% from three. Um, but then it becomes, okay, you know, what, what can he do in playmaking? His assist numbers are starting to boost up. We're, we're literally at a point in the season because of the opportunities he's getting. We are on Vince Williams Jr. triple-double watch every single night. It seems like, yeah, because of the rebounding, yeah. and now I mean he's he's on ball consistently. He's he's you know limited turnovers. He's getting his teammates involved. It just feels like every night he comes to the office, every time he plays a game, he adds something. The, the last six games, he's averaging over seven assists a game. That's incredible, right? I mean, what struck me watching the game last night was, on one end, he's the primary the primary ball handler. Yeah. <laughs> And, and and busting his tail to try and get a piece of the paint, find his teammates, or create a shot for himself. And, I mean, and, and taking contact constantly uh, on the offensive end. And then he comes back on the defensive end, and he's guarding Giannis. I'm like, how, how, how does a guy do this? I mean, how, how, can you, how can you be the primary ball handler and your primary defender? It's almost an impossible task to ask of a player because of the energy that it takes on both ends of the floor. And so to do both of those, I, I, was, I was amazed watching him last night, mm -hmm. uh, being able to do that on both ends of the floor, what he did playmaking-wise. I mean, I, I just look at him, I'm like, God, he's got to be gassed. He's got to be gassed. He's got to be gassed. That's all I kept thinking. And then he comes down and he guards Giannis one-on-one, -on -one and, and he's taking the contact with Giannis and making it difficult on him. And it's just uh, it, it's been incredible what he's been able to do. I mean, I don't I don't think your plan for Vince Williams Jr. going into next season would be he's our primary ball handler right. and he's our primary defender. So you take one of those away and, and you let him be your primary defender. Um, just the energy that he can save and the energy he can use doing on, on that end of the floor 
And, and then what he does offensively, you know, it's just, it's been such a bonus and it's been incredible. And his assists, his assists have been incredible. So he can be a playmaker for you. He can be a scorer for you. He has been great defensively for you. Um, Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. I mean, it's you, you talk about an incredible find uh, that Vince Williams Jr. has been. And, and to his credit, it's been an incredible find because he got the opportunity and he took advantage of the opportunity. We've had a handful of guys who were given every chance yep. to have that role with this team every every chance given and none of them took advantage of it Vince Williams Jr. has taken advantage of it and he's pretty much secured a spot for himself now let me ask you this because I think Marcus Smart going into next year um, barring something insane this offseason where he'd be moved but I don't I don't I don't foresee that by any stretch of the imagination obviously Marcus Smart's going to get those first cracks in the starting lineup but how do you feel about Vince fitting alongside Ja, Jaron, Bain and whatever big they bring in how do you feel about him as a potential starter? Uh, I, I think it's a fair question um, because he brings something that the Grizzlies haven't had, and he brings he brings well he brings something that the Grizzlies lost in Dylan Brooks. Yep, and that's good good size at that position that he can guard different different positions on the floor. So I, it's, I don't think it's out of the question. I mean, heck, you might even be a better team bringing Marcus Smart off your bench. Right. That's been my thought you know, Brevin process. And, and Brevin and I have had this discussion on our podcast, uh, Night Court, by the way, if you want to tune into Night Court with Brevin yep. Knight and I. Um, I we've had the discussion, and, and, and he kept asking the question, well, why do you have to say that Vince Williams is coming off the bench? And my only thing has been, well, I don't think he brought in Marcus Smart to come off the bench. Right. And, and, and he's a veteran. And a guy who – you know, you brought him in as a big-time free agent. So I would think that Marcus Smart's just kind of your default starter, but there's no reason to think that you can't go into a training camp and, and, and look at your lineup and look at your depth and say, well, this might make us better. You know, Vince Williams being in there, being your primary defender on the other team's best player, 
And then to bring Marcus Smart off the bench, how much better that you can make your team, it seems to make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's how it's going to work out, but it, it, I, it wouldn't shock me if that's the way it did work out because I think Vince has shown that he has the ability to be a starter. And if you want to have your best defender on the best offensive player, well, Vince has shown that he's that guy. Yep, and we get to see him in a few hours here in the Rising Stars game. What do we? I mean, he's he's yeah. coming off a back to back though, three games in a row. I, listen, I I don't doubt his uh, his conditioning and how much energy he brings. I've seen it night to night, but damn, I can't imagine a lot from tonight. I that's a, that, a and then travel. This is a tough game for Vince because I mean, how much defense do you really play? Uh, it's your third game in three days. Uh, you want to just have fun. You're not going to trash talk. I mean, all the things right. that are his game. Uh, you know, really don't fit into this game. Um, so he'll just wander around, take a couple shots if given the opportunity. But I don't expect much from Vince. I'm I'm, I'm excited that he's there, and uh, he should be very proud of the fact that he's there. But as far as what we're going to see in this Rising Stars game, just get through it and don't get hurt. We don't we don't need any more injuries. Now back to the the Marcus Smart potential off the bench, and this is just a uh, I'm just throwing a feeler out there. How do you think he'd feel about that? Like, he seems like a guy who, who would be willing to sacrifice, depending on the situation. I mean, how do you think he'd ultimately feel about that? Obviously, I know you're not literally – you don't have Marcus Smart's brain, so you don't know exactly what he would feel in that situation. But, yeah. I mean, based on his history and, and what he meant to the Celtics and how much he seemed to sacrifice, it seems like that would be something he'd be open to. Yeah, I would think so, because I think he's about – He's a professional first and foremost, and and I think would do anything that's asked of him. Right. And and number number two, if if this is what you believe is your best way to win, I think he'd adhere to it. Um, that he'd be fine with it. I, I I think Marcus Smart's all about the competition and all about winning. And and if this is the way the Grizzlies felt like they had their best chance of winning was him coming off the bench. I, I, I don't. I don't think it'd be a problem. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think he'd he'd give everything he's got coming off the bench, and and I don't think it would change him as a player. I don't think it would change him as a leader. Um, you know, I don't. I don't think it would be an ego problem. Right. But you know, it, it's a that's a hard decision to make. I think for a coach, or and a hard decision to make. Uh, you know, you look at Golden State last night putting Clay Thompson on the bench. I mean, that's, that's a hard. That's a hard decision to make. It worked. <laughs> to, tell a guy, to, tell a, to tell a guy, hey, here's the deal. You've been great for us for over a decade now, but we're moving you to the bench. I mean, that, that's that's hard for a coach to do, and I think it'd be hard for the Grizzlies to have that conversation with Marcus Smart, but. Marcus Smart seems like the type of guy and the type of player that you could have that conversation with him, and he would listen and and would understand. So, so I wouldn't put it out of the question uh, for next year, but um, I don't know. As of now, it I, maybe it would surprise me a little bit. It 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 hey, interesting and great dilemma going into next season for sure. Yes. Now talking with Rob Fisher. Uh, pre and post for Grizzlies on Bally and also the sideline reporter. Now we, um, you know, when we're when we're on radio shows, we talk about winning versus losing for this particular Grizzlies team because they're in that lottery conversation. And I think there's some people that just want to see them lose every game so they can uh, lift up their lottery odds. How much do you buy into that? How much do you? I know you guys want to see wins. I know you, it's a lot more. It's a lot yeah. more fun to talk about wins and do the post game show after wins. 
But how much do you buy into that conversation? And and do you really do you really care? Do you really care about about losing going forward to to improve those lottery odds? No, because I think the Grizzlies are stuck where they're at. <laughs> Excuse me. I, I think they're, they're, they're you know you're you're five games behind the team in front of you. You're not going to. Ch- I mean. You just won two in a row, and you're five games back to the team in front of you. You're right. not going to have many two-game winning streaks the rest of the way. Let's just be honest. Yep. Um, you're five games ahead of the team behind you, so I think you're kind of stuck where you're at. Yeah. I don't think there's. I don't think that you have to use the tank word. I think it's just naturally happening mm-hmm. <laughs> for the Grizzlies. They're going to lose their share of games, and you'd like to mix in some wins along the way because. You don't you don't want to build a culture of just losing. You know, you, you want to be rewarded. If you're going to bust your asses off every single night, you want to be rewarded occasionally with victories. Yep. And, and I think that's what this team is doing, and they're getting rewarded the last two games with victories. And, you know, it's, it's, it's an unintentional tank maybe, um, but it's about evaluating guys, and so a lot of guys are going to get opportunities to play. You're going to have two-way guys playing. You're going to have 10-day guys that are going to be playing. And uh, so, you know, I, 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 don't, I, don't think it ma- I don't think we need to sit there night in and night out and, and count the wins, count the losses. Right. And because I think it's just naturally going to play out the way it's going to play out, which is where the Grizzlies are where they're at right now. I think that's exactly where they're going to be when the season ends. So I, I don't think there's a matter of, even if you try to lose as many games as possible, I don't know if you're going to catch Portland. I don't think you could. Right. Because they're going to lose a ton of games too. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I think you're kind of stuck in the spot that you're in. So go to the gym and root for the team to play hard. And, and if you get a win, you get a win. I don't think, I don't think victories are going to ruin anything in the offseason for the Grizzlies at this point. And also part of me watching that game last night, being in crunch time against a team like the Bucks with these young players watching Gigi Jackson knock down a three to sort of, uh, you know, uh, put the Grizzlies in a great position to win. I think those reps are more important than worrying about losing and worrying about lottery. Like, that that, that occurred to me last night. Like, everybody's talking about wanting to lose and improve these lottery odds. I think Vince Williams Jr., Gigi Jackson, and crunch time on TNT, that means a lot more than what, you know, one and a half to three percent of a difference to go get the number one overall pick. I agree with you. And I think these experiences for Gigi and for Vince Williams and, and the heck for Zaire Williams last right. night, who had a great game last night, those, those positive moments are more important than a loss, right. you know, helping, helping your, your uh, lottery odds. Um, I mean, these, these are big moments for Gigi and, and, and Vince and, and seeing what they can do and, you know, because a lot of times, Gabe, when, when you have a team that has a record like the Grizzlies and you're going through it like the Grizzlies are this season, there are, you know, you can't take away a lot because you're still going to score 100 points and guys are going to score points and guys are going to do something. But you, you want to know if they're actually meaningful. Right. You know, are, are they actually putting up meaningful stats or are they just stats because someone's got to get stats? And I think for these Grizzlies, especially for Gigi, especially for Vince, uh, they've been meaningful stats. And, and so that, that's, that's been important. And if you can get rewarded with a W, you, you get rewarded with the W. It's not going to hurt your chances at the end of the season. So 
I, um, I, I think these experiences are much more beneficial than the other side of just saying we need to lose more games. Right. Having these moments of victory, having these moments of success, having these moments of walk-off interviews because of the job that you're doing, these are, these are important, I think, for these guys. Because as what I said earlier, you don't want to have a culture of losing. You want to still have that competitive spirit and the ability to win games, and the Grizzlies are doing that right now. Now, on on that game last night, the Bucks three and seven in the Doc Rivers era. It's it's not going so well. <laughs> it's not going so well. Now they're going to have the All Star break to sort of uh, uh, unwind, hopefully, and, and figure it out. But that it's not been a good start in the Doc Rivers era for well, the Bucks. It was, it was absolutely is insane what the Bucks did firing their coach after a thirty three and seventeen record. Just. Absolutely insane and it's stupid what they did. So I, I'm I laugh at what's going on with the Bucks right now. I think it's hysterical. And watching Doc Rivers just freaking out on the sideline last night just made me laugh uh, because I, I I I I'm I'm enjoying watching them fail. I think they deserve it, <laughs> right. and they're and they're getting what they deserve right now. Yeah, um, you know I know if they're if they're thinking about uh you know coaching issues, Adrian Griffin is available. He still is available. So he's yeah. yeah. If they want to switch I mean, back, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> do you get to a point where you fire Doc now? I mean, what do you what do you do? I don't think so. I don't think that's the thought process. And I do, I, you know, after the game, hearing Doc sort of throw guys under the bus too. It's sort of happening already. I mean, oh, we were. Great. I was. That's I was great. waiting on it. I, me and me and Connor were looking at our watches to to wait, see what time it was. <laughs> and and Doc's already there. Doc's already there with it. Yeah. Um, now he's uh, already there, which is which is great. It's hysterical. And, I, and I it's, don't mind you can predict I it. They were in the West, yeah, but you can yeah. predict it too. Like it's just so it, it's predictable. It's predictable. Now, um, All Star break coming up. What do you uh, what do you what are you most excited to uh, watch coming up this weekend? Um, Sabrina versus Steph. That's know. that's what I'm looking forward to. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm enjoying. I, I'll enjoy that. That'll be fun. Uh, it's. All, all the skills competitions are fun um, just because the guys, you know, it's a long season and, and, you know, I mean, there are only what, 27 games left. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're well past the halfway point of the season. So it's just a nice break to see guys kind of smile and laugh and, and just have some, have some fun for a couple of days before the grind really starts. You know, this, this, this sprint to the end is, is a grind, and uh, so this is just kind of a nice little weekend of fun. I, I enjoy the All Star Game I, because I enjoy watching guys be able to do things that you just don't imagine guys can do, and it's 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 one after another after another after another um, that it's it's fun to watch their skills and and to see what they're able to do when they don't have people defending them. <laughs> yes. Now you and, got you get do you and, and, keep going. I, I apologize. Well, it's fun to watch when nobody's defending them just to see what skill they actually have. Right. And uh, so, I, so I'll enjoy the weekend. I, I, I enjoy watching it. I know a lot of people will complain about the all-star game and it not being competitive, but it's a, uh, I, I, I don't mind it. It's, it's a relaxing weekend for me to, to watch basketball. You got Steph or Sabrina? Who you got? I'll go with Sabrina. Okay. See, see she's the, she's got the crown right now. This is Steph chasing her, quite frankly. We got to be honest about yeah, that situation. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, no, yeah. no, and I'm, I'm I'm a big fan. I like her a lot, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna root for her. And that, and, well, and that that's and that's fun. I mean, her and Steph have a great relationship, so 
you know, that'll be a lot of fun. It'll be a fun competition, and and it'd be great to see her knock her off or knock him off. That, that, that'd be fun to see, and I guess we'll see Caitlin Clark in this thing in the next couple I of years. I would imagine probably. so. I'd imagine so. 49 last night, that was pretty pretty phenomenal. She broke, what, she, she broke the record yeah. within like the first five minutes in the first quarter. <laughs> it's yeah. absolutely yeah, nuts. Impressive. Hey, and uh, final thing, I'm going to talk about it here in just a second. Uh, what do you think about the uh, MLB's uniforms now that they're with Nike and, uh, Nike and Fanatics? Um, <laughs> kind of nasty. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the names look weird. Yeah, they do, don't they? It, it, they just look really small. And, and that's that's what I noticed. I mean, not seeing them close up or not touching them and feeling the difference and things like that. They just, the names just, they, they look like the replica uniforms is what they look like. I mean, it's exactly what I can go buy on the Fanatic site right now. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's the problem. Yeah. That's, that's exactly what it looks like. And... So that's a, that's a little weird, but they'll get that fixed. They'll get it fixed. Um, you know, because of all the outlash and because of everyone complaining about it, it'll it'll get fixed. Okay. Nike will fix that problem. Okay. Yeah, you so you I, have I'm, a lot not, more hope in, in Rob Manfred and the MLB. Okay. You have a lot more hope than yeah. I do, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. But, Rob, I appreciate it, man. Have a good weekend. You got it, man. Anytime. Yes, sir. That's Rob Fisher at the Fish Nation on X, Memphis Grizzlies sidelines and pre- and post-game host for the Grizzlies on Bally. Now we need to go ahead and transition into the Blitz. That will be coming up next. We'll talk about these jerseys. Uh, the MLB has run out there for spring training, and then we have to have a Pac-12 conversation. Pac-12 conversation. George Klyavkov, his official last day will be February 29th. How about that? Commissioner for three years on a five-year deal, and he oversaw the end of the Pac-12. We'll be right back, right here on the Gabe Kuhn Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 